The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us Then ransom our future And our children's, that's wrong We must take America Back. As liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, second hour of the National Intel Report. I am your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Monday. 29th day of June 2020 and in studio with me is Desi Andrews her email is Desi D-E-S-S-I-E <coughs> dot Andrews A-N-D-R-E-W-S at gmail.com that was a little rub to the board op that uh, spelled yes. it like Desi Arnaz used to Even spell and it, it emails I never got there, there you go mm. this is a journalist his name is John Ziegler and he was in the Ventura County Supervisors last week over the stupid fa- uh, face mask and lockdown, which Newsom is doing again. And you notice he's talking to a board. That's an agency. Bingo. Thank you for pointing that out. This is what he had to say. And a little a little alert at the end of this. He does pretty much the what the little girl did in the last hour when I played the video at the top of the hour. So, uh, folks... Just bear with me, because these people are angry, and this is language that you really don't normally hear, because people never felt a need. Well, evidently, you don't get anybody's attention anymore, unless you, well... Tear down their statue of Trump on their face. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Next up is John Ziegler, and then Deborah Baber will be in after and and they're wiping down the lectern here oh, with the mask on. Here he comes. After waiting for two hours and now getting two minutes, I'll get right Atta to the boy. point. Uh, this board is pretending that for the last three months, your emperor, Dr. Levin, has not been against a mask declaration. Now, all of a sudden, we're pretending that masks are everything, even forcing speakers to use masks. I would like the board to take a position. Was Dr. Levin wrong for those three months? And if he was this wrong, why has he not been removed? Why has he not been fired for being so catastrophically wrong? Or do you not really believe he was wrong? You're just wearing these masks because it is a signal of your great virtue. Damn! Damn. Because for the last three months, we have not worn them. And Ventura County has done outstandingly well and continues to do outstandingly well because we are not Los Angeles, we are not New York City, we never were going to be any of those things. Ironically, this is one of the few things Dr. Levin was actually right about. He has been wrong about everything. He is the one who told us we would have four to 600 hospitalizations a day. He, he, he revised that to two to 400 a day. We still haven't reached that in one day. We're barely over 200 for the entire ordeal that you guys have put us through. We now are panicked over 51 total hospitalizations in a county with eight hospitals. Can you people do math? Can you please do basic math and understand where we are on this? This is not a crisis. You, however, have created one. You, in an effort to try to prevent all death, when we've had 43 deaths, have now ended all relevant life. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. And this will never be forgotten. 
ever be forgotten. You will all be held accountable eventually in this life or the next. You all better hope there is no hell because when you die, that's where you're going. And guess what? You're not going to be dying of COVID either. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa. There is a reporter that spoke his mind. I'll drink to that. Waited two hours. Well, that's how it is in citizens' communication. You oh. have to wait on to call on you, and it's supposed to be three minutes everywhere, but as you approach the lectern or as they start the thing, like Sarah Eckhart was just a wonderful person on this, and she'd say, because three minutes is standard everywhere, she would say, we have so many in the audience today, we're going to, to cut citizens' communication to one minute. And these people actually write scripts and prepare and everything. They have something to say. Some of those people are there every week. They ought to get the picture. They don't care. They don't care. (laughs) They're the ruling class. You're the subject. Sit down and shut up. Aren't you you thankful we're giving you at least 60 seconds? I mean, come on. Yeah. We're giving you a venue. Mm Mm-hmm. About the time it takes to pop a pimple, but hey, we're giving they you a pimple. They have to because it's a political consideration. They have to give citizens communication. Well, they don't have to listen to it. What political consideration must I give a politician that's violating the, the Constitution of the United States? Don't vote. That's the consideration you Desi, give him, and then he doesn't have his Desi, job. I haven't voted since 1976. Keep at it. Okay, well, that's uh, 25, 35, 45, 44 years ago. That's the last time I voted. And I voted for Jimmy Carter, of all people. Well, you know, George Carlin said it best. He said, if you vote, shut your mouth. If you don't vote, you can complain about them all you want to. J.R. in Georgia. Hello, J.R. Good evening, John. Hi. Um, appreciate your guest this evening. Uh, I just wanted to call and introduce Factoid, if you want to call it. And I don't like calling in unless I can present something to the audience that might make a little bit of sense. But I have a family member who works in the uh, lab testing business. They just recently signed a contract somewhere in the state of Texas of uh, testing for COVID-19 in their prison systems. Mm-hmm. And what is ironic is is the termination date of this particular contract that they signed. And that termination date is November 1st. Oh, wow. How fortuitous is that? It's, well, let me say this. You can put two to two together and determine for yourself on maybe, maybe why this is the way it is. Uh, I've often now within the past couple of weeks thought to myself and now in here in the state of Georgia our great Georgia Governor Kemp has decided to freelance somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 million masks if the mask is one to have and to be desirable, why are not masks being passed out throughout the entire nation, throughout our entire prison system? Well, it's very fascinating. Um, Somebody had sent me a photo of the actual box that the masks come in, and there's a warning on the side of that box that specifically states that this does not protect anybody from the spread of any disease. Especially COVID, it says on it, especially coronavirus. It's especially coronavirus. But yet, that's what these that's what these people... This Think of it this way, JR. This is um, uh, the signaling uh, from the... Uh, I don't know, what do, you want, what do you want to call these people anymore, Des? I, communists? Cre- creeps. Creeps. I, okay, the creeps. <laughs> uh, there's no scientific proof that these masks stop anything. As a matter of fact, there's tests that have been done that it actually reduces the amount of oxygen that you you can take into your lungs and which obviously goes to your brain, which yeah. You see the point here. I mean, this this, this is all crap. It's all about money. Whoever whoever issued the contract is getting a kickback on it. Whoever funded the contract is getting a kickback on it. Everybody makes money here. That's what the, that's what that the, whatever it was you talked about. What, what, 
the mask, the contract for the mask. Yeah, and it yeah. ends November first. Yeah, yeah. That that's it's it's all a, a ruse to make money. At and, and like Catherine Fitz says, we are financing this takedown. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. The government is doing it. Mm-hmm. You don't see you don't see any contribution. You don't see people out on the street corners dinging a bell like. Yeah, we're digging yeah. our own grave. You've got the shovel and you, and take another spoonful. We are financing the takedown. Jr. anything else, sir? Well, I told this family member, I said, you understand what you're doing to, what you're doing is, is you're expediting the process to mandatory vaccines because this is the business, pro- business tool that they're using is to increase the number of positive tests. Yep. And they will use this to tell you, the American citizen, it is necessary for you to partake of these tests in order not to infect others. And I told that individual, I said, that you are driving your kids toward the fact that it's going to be mandatory processing under this particular business process that they're well, yeah, and, and somebody is making those tests, and the tests are about 65% accurate. And we all no, have, they're less than that. They all have, we all have all these viruses in us because it's, a, it's, it's our, they come in, we expel them, the immune system kicks them out. We all, we all probably could test positive yeah. for the coronavirus. Well, and, that, and that's exactly why they're still testing, and this is why they're claiming, well, uh, we have uptick in coronavirus. But, but but that doesn't, you know, the virus does not make the disease, and the disease doesn't make the virus. And that's that's where we are. Yeah, so, but when, what we're talking about is the stupid public, and these are the people that are driving around in their cars by themselves with masks on. They're scared to death. They're just frightened, and you, the, people that are frightened can't make rational decisions. Well, especially and when you're lacking any pertinent real information. All you're getting is the bull crap from the agencies. Well, we're never going to re-educate the public. I think you can see that right now. So if it only takes a certain percentage, which isn't much, then those of us that care can make a difference. Thank you, J.R. appreciate your call. Well, thanks, J.R. I got the Mac Daddy of questions for you. What? What if... We use our redress to government. That's supposed to be the courts. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't work. You mean that the first or second or third one of those agencies? And then we take it up to the Texas Supreme Court, which oh, is that, an agency. Okay. Now, now, now you're getting the idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if there's no redress and they just plow ahead with this crap and destroy the rest of the economy? Well, how many of them are, are, how many of them are there? Now, I think the very fact that they're they're slitting their own throat by not by not having anything to tax, you see, when you don't have a job, you don't have to pay a tax because you don't have any money to pay it with, and you're not working. So they're slitting their own throat because sooner or later there are going to be government layoffs. Sooner or later they can't afford this thing because there's not okay, enough revenue. Okay, but I need out. I need you to take this a little step further here, Des, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're resistant to this. Mm-hmm. What if none of this works? And they are, they do this again this fall, and they shut down the businesses and all the tax revenues and all that stuff up and disappears. Do you think this economy can actually take another hit like it just did with these agency clowns? No, I don't think the economy could take the hits that have already happened. I think we're going to have, we're going to see such massive depression that it's unbelievable, which is always part of their plan too. However... We don't have to agree with it, and sooner or later, we can right the ship. We really, really can. Okay, all right, all right. Now we're getting a little closer here. Okay, so we've expended all of these, please, please listen to me, Your Honor, and please, please listen to me, Commission, and please, please listen to me, Agency. It's all fallen on deaf ears. What if, what if we teach people what it says in the Declaration of Independence? They sit at the consent of the government. What happens if you say to these dudes, I don't consent? There is no comeback from that. I'm not going to get an answer out of you, and am, I? am I? Why didn't I answer? The eventuality of what they're doing. I can't even deal with that because I... it's not my reality. Okay. That's not my reality. 
I am not a defeatist. I can't look at that. I'm a glass half full. I, I, I can't even take that into... See, see, this is one of the considerations uh, that I have to deal with because, you know, we can stay current, we can stay in the moment, and we can bump along day to day and we can do that. But I'm looking down the road. I've always been taught, look to the horizon, look about 15 degrees up to see what's heading your way. And I know what's heading our way. And I was taught that you you deal, you have a solution for whatever is in front of you at the moment, and it will all work out. I am trained not to panic. No, I am I'm trained not. to to do that. And I also have a strong, strong faith. I believe that I, you can roll your eyes on no, you I'm not. To. Look. I believe in the resilience of the American people. Okay. The three percent of them that we need. The three percent against against a global order that's going to see this country. Evil, evil eats its own. All right, Earl in Texas, you're up. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. I have a couple areas I'd like to bring forth. Two weeks ago, uh, I was put in a very precarious situation. I had to wear a mask. Hmm. It was for my mother's funeral at a national cemetery. I was debating whether to do or not, but I succumbed to that stupidity on that, and that was that will be the only time there. Uh, ma'am, I understand that you had indicated that uh, the governor's office stated that you were not directly affected, and well, therefore you have really no recourse. I have no standing to sue. I'm just a minion. They're on okay, now I, I'm just going to throw this out. It came to my mind as you were talking about this. Foreign countries, they send us to. We have no, no connection there. We have no uh, any ties. But yet they tell us to go over and fight these battles. Yeah. They send us to these wars. Yes. So in my mind, somehow I'm trying to scramble it out that this may be able to apply to this as well. Because if they say you you have no standing, well, hey, you send me over to foreign country. I, but when we sent for you what to reason? The, Earl, when we sent you to the foreign country, you were a government issue. Well, I, I know that. I know that. And I, I'm very sorry I joined the Marine Corps back in 68. But nonetheless, now let me ask you the question. Um, do you believe maybe that the 14th Amendment and U.S. citizenship has something to do with this? Well, How I th- they have us jammed into this uh, one big package of uh, goose-stepping people? Yeah, but I, I, I see people who still put that out. You know, I'm a, I'm a city, live human being. I'm a woman. I'm, I'm, I, what they can't fight, Earl, is if you stand on the Declaration of Independence, they can't get around that because that's not what they're not prepared for that. They're prepared for you to say, do you have constitutional rights? And you say, of course I do. Well, you don't. And so they already know that you're stupid. So because we have no constitutional rights, the Constitution is a fence built around a government to keep them in the corral. That's what it yes. is. We do have the Bill of Rights, but, but um, you know, they, they don't honor those because agencies can't see constitutional issues. That's why judges will not hear constitutional arguments in their gold fringe flag but courts. Earl, I, just because they said that to me, that doesn't mean that I believe that. I believe I'm a better Texan than Greg Abbott, who who's breaking the state's back. Uh, well, that that man, he he is a, a violator of the First Amendment, uh, even prior to this uh, COVID nineteen nonsense. Uh, but anyway, I won't take any more of your time up. I appreciate your program, well, I'm, I, Earl. I'm sorry to hear about your mother. Uh, I appreciate you, and I, I can hear how heavy it was on your heart to wear a mask. I wouldn't have. I haven't. I don't own a mask and won't wear one. No. But bless your heart. Thank you. Yeah. That, that, that was the last time. Trust me. Thank you, right. Earl. Thank you, all. Thank you, Earl. Who did they think he was going to affect? They don't or care. Or infect? It's, it's obedience. It doesn't matter. No, I know. It, it's their signaling. And he wanted to respect his mother and see her off. No, I understand. What a dilemma. What a kick in the face is what it is. And he's an ex-Marine. No. Always a Marine. He's a, a, a former Marine. That's right. <laughs> I stand corrected. We'll be back.
Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. smiling about in there are you listening to the discussion during the break okay john in california hello john hello john, hello, john. hi hello john yes yeah, uh, thanks for being on again i enjoyed the last time you were on with john a very lively discussion <laughs> thank you john um yeah I, I just think that um going on is just yeah people are uh, at least on the right if you want to talk about that yeah i don't think they're not sure what to do they'd be afraid of calling this this and that and not getting out in the streets and just you know speaking their mind nothing violent just doing that i uh i don't hear anybody on that i i talk to them back and forth but it's just kind of they're up in the air they're all afraid of uh defending somebody on the wrong side so but i appreciate listening to you and john discussing all that well, I'm not afraid of offending anybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my free my free speech whenever I see fit. I, I I did. Let me explain what I personally am doing because I was told that people don't understand. I have filed a lawsuit against the governor, the county 
judge and the mayor of Austin because they have closed things down. And I don't agree with this, and I don't think there's any scientific evidence for what they've done. So they have conspired with others that have, that, that Austin, Catherine says came out of that meeting in, in uh, Jackson Hole in, in 2019. They have conspired with these others for a global takeover. And they that they have pledged 29 million Texans to their farce, and that offends me. So I sued. I don't expect anybody else to sue, but I sued for racketeering. I sued Rico Mains, racketeering in organized organized racketeering, and I believe that's what they've done because this is this is a horrible hoax that they have they have foisted on the American people and the other other people in the world. And I accused them of racketeering because they're doing, they're they're uh, committing domestic terrorism against the, the the people to frighten them to death into doing what they want to do, which is what they're being told to do. So they're goose stepping it for somebody else, but we don't have to goose step. So I don't, you know, the chances of my winning are absolutely minuscule. It isn't that. It gives me a voice. It says, this is what I've done. This is what I can do. I don't expect you to do it. You don't spend your life in the sewers of the courts like I do, and I wouldn't want you to. But, and I'm not an attorney. And I'm just a woman who believes totally in the Declaration of Independence, and I expect anybody who wants to be a public official to share that that same sentiment, that commitment, and they don't. They're in there for their own power grabs. And I'm just trying to shine a spotlight, and it's just a platform. I mean, I'm not going to live or die, but I have uh, issues that they've never heard in their courts, and they're going to hear them now. And I'm going to command a United States district judge to hold up the Constitution and hold them to it. And they've never heard that either because attorneys don't do that. So... What we all can do is whatever. You sit down and look at yourself. Are you committed to something? Are you committed to the freedom and liberty of this country that you would like to have, which has been taken from us systematically, and we really, truly don't have it now? So do you have the commitment to to go there? If so, just if you can't do anything else, say, I don't consent. That's your well, I, I applaud. I applaud you, Desi. You get the courage to do that, whether you think you'll win or not. And uh, like I said, it just gets out there. And if the more people do it, you know, maybe finally something will happen. So, yeah, I give you courage. I know it's, sometimes you, you don't have the feel you now. You're, you're afraid to do something wrong. You just don't have it. Some people don't care. Just keep doing it. Well, Thanks. and John. Uh, we have got to exhaust all the avenues that we have until there is no place left to go. And and I am going to allow them to put me in that corner. Well, did, did, now, did I say allow? Well, not that I'm welcoming it. No, but they're cutting off all the redress to rectify this sorry state of affairs. Well, the Gideon story, what happens with these... Meneniites or whatever they were, is they get confused and they attack each other. And, and that's exactly what happened to Santa Ana's army at Goliad. We, we have that history that, that we have to allow. These people in the streets, these, these BLMs are what they are. Let them kill each other if that's what they want to do. We don't want to get involved and it's not our problem and we wouldn't do that. And so if we don't pay any attention to these demonstrations that are around the world that are well-financed by BlackRock and other people, everybody says Soros, it's BlackRock that's the big deal here. And and look BlackRock up and see what it is. They're well-financed, and as Catherine points out, they're in particular cities, and the particular cities are where they have a Federal Reserve Bank or the offices of the Federal Reserve. 33 out of 37 locations. Right, and, and those are the places where these writing take place takes place. I don't care if they riot. I mean, I don't like it. I think it's horrendous, and I wouldn't do it. But I'm not going to pay any attention to them, because it's for attention. Well, even the Seattle mayor uh, recently relented, and the cops are in there cleaning up the Chaz. Are they? Yes. Yeah. They've had enough of old Chaz, have they? (laughs) They're trying to defend them. They're trying to defund the police. And now people are getting shot and killed, so now they're calling. But with the police come and manage the parade while we defund you. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.com.
www.thepacific.org. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Extend your life with Extendo Vite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultation are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-the number 2, keep it today. Soon you will be dancing face to face with the limits of ambition and the scars of the marketplace. Welcome to the land of flame. All right, we are back. Uh, John's gone. John, you still there? John, I'm still here. Okay. Anything else, sir? No, I, I'm just going to quickly say, I, I listened to Michael Rivero earlier, and he said, yeah, they uh, it sounded like they broke up, Chaz, but then somebody got shot over the weekend there. So I don't know if they were still there or they just... No, that's, that's, when, that's when the cops moved in, after the shootings. Okay. Yeah. And then this other thing in Portland where they tried to storm the police station, and I don't know how that ended up. I heard that through Dr. Johnny, but uh, not surprised that... It happened there. I thought it happened before Seattle. But anyway, yeah, thanks a lot. Money's on the way. Thank you, John. I appreciate it very much. Fred in Iowa. Hello, Fred. Good evening, Good evening uh, John and uh, D-E-S-S-I-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-E-S-E-D-
I agree with you. I have faith, too, and I'm uh, willing to die for that faith, and I expect death by somebody murdering me. And that faith is in God. And if you understand the Bible, you'll understand what I'm about to say. I believe in separation. Separation. Now, a lot of people, if I ended it right there, would construe that in a lot of ways. In the eyes of God, we're all equal. That means every nation, tribe, culture, race, and color. I believe that. Okay, you said that you have a job that you believe in by your faith, and you have a considerable amount of faith in yourself, I think, is to get this word, your word, out to as many people as you can, which will probably amount to 3%. I agree with that. That's the same way that I look at it. But my job as a Christian is to take the word to the four corners of the earth. Because everybody has to have a chance for a choice to choose the devil, evil, or God, and eternal, eternity, eternal life. There's one thing that I disagree, and with this, it's the Hegelian dialectic, and there's also what they call normalcy bias in people. And we have prejudice, all of us do. But we all have normalcy bias, and I have mine. Right. I agree, Fred. I think I think it's it's we're human. All right. right. A little side note here. As a child, young man, I was raised prejudiced with not no uh, a terrible vehemence and hatred, but it was toward blacks and Jews. But I'm going to quote a verse from the Bible. When I was a child, I thought as a child. I acted as a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. Okay. Separatism. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute here, Fred. Doesn't the Bible talk about the Pharisees? And most certainly. And, John, I wish I was capable of my own show. What I'm trying to get out over a five-and-a-half-year period, and you know it, I can't get it out in the sound bite. And that's why I've been such a, uh, a short caller, because I knew that I'd be blocked and stopped. And it took a lot of effort and my patience to keep on. Blocked and stopped yes. by whom? I'm acutely aware of Pharisees. Very, I know. Fred? And incidentally, Blo- Fred, blocked and stopped by yes. who? By the God-man on earth. And his organization, the Beast of Revelation 13, verified by Daniel chapter 7, the papacy. That doesn't mean that I hate or dislike Catholics. Most certainly I do not. But Desi made the statement that it was BlackRock that was behind these uh, uh, demonstrations and marches. Well, it goes farther than that. Of course it does. And we, you know, we can only touch on the surface of things. I, I know, and you don't want to go there. And I have been, no, I don't, been I don't able know. to do it in five and a half years. I don't know all the answers that either. That is the Antichrist. That is the head of the whole evil system organization. And they believe and the fascist system, in other words, big business. Yes, we're being run by we're being run by corporations. There's no question about it. Right, the, right, and that is how they uh, uh, set the papacy. Well, have you had and enough of them, Fred? To, Fred, have you had enough of the yeah, big corporations running your life? 
You're dang right they Well, then are. let you stand up and run them out, okay? That's all we can do. Well, honey, no, I say that respectfully. I understand Because you're you probably going to be one of my heroines that I mentioned. <laughs> she's um, still single. She's still single, by the way, Fred. Look at Catherine. Pardon? Fred, she's still single. Uh, give me a break. Oh, well, I'm 83, honey. I don't know if I can cut the mustard, but I'm a pretty... Right on, guy. Oh well, she she she's still your junior then. Boy, I don't well, run into I that often. That, you know, I don't run into but that. But I like these young ones. Great, listen, but, uh, Fred. To reiterate, okay. uh, a few of my heroines is Catherine Austin Phipps and Charlotte Esserby, and uh, among others. But uh, to get back to what I was saying is. I don't go along with this, uh, and it's done all over your RBN, John, and you're, you're, you're bum-wrapping this uh, uh, march, this demonstration of uh, Black Lives Matter. I hate to use that, because it's always, well, they're all Black Lives Matter. They most certainly do if you're a Christian. Okay, but... but here's uh, the thing. Yeah, but Fred, wait a minute here. That, that the organization... I'm getting old too, John. I, uh, don't break my train of thought. Well, uh, the problem the problem is, Fred, we're on a, such a limited short string here that we, uh, I, John doesn't even let me do dissertations, you know, because yes, I know, but I have been trying for five and a half years. Okay, I understand that, and you should understand my frustration. But anyhow, the beast power has their organizations. In every every uh, movement that there is, the movements that are good, bad, indifferent, in between, and we've got to uh, understand that. And the thing that is breaking us up is division. Stop the cotton picking division. Well, there's no there's no bigger divider than the Republican national corporations. I mean, they are they are the masters of division oh, in this country. Well, wait a minute. This is as far as Fred has gone with lodging his complaint, because he just kind of slammed the network. Not really, but kind of. Well, he, he that's true. He doesn't agree with everything on the network. Well, and hell, I don't, but I don't instruct I my either. talk show host <laughs> what to say and how to say it or no, what to talk about. Well, Fred, I'm sorry that you're frustrated. I... I do like Give eye. me another couple of minutes here, and I'll get out of the way. Uh, division, that's dividing. Anyhow, uh, my job, my responsibility is to take the words of the four corners of the earth. And if I, I can't be a missionary, which I can't, as I support it financially. And as much as I am uh, spouting it out over the air, I disagree with some points about RBN. I have contributed, and it's quite likely that I will in the future. But am I being blackmailed here? No, you're not being blackmailed, but okay. I'm telling you a fact. But you have some smart, very brilliant uh, hosts, and a few dumb ones, too, and ignorant. All right. According, you know, Fred, I don't think this is a conversation we should be having on the air right now. Because if you you want to open up this Pandora's box, I'm going to plant my feet firmly in your sandbox and we're going to go at it. Could, you know, I've only got so much time on here. You get. I know. Fred? There are callers that are brilliant that know, and sometimes they get shortchanged. Anyhow, you've given me enough time. I thank you. And, uh, Desi, um, you might be one of my new heroines. Well, thank you, Fred. I appreciate that. But that reminds me, you know, on on this GoFundMe thing that I had to put together, which, okay, the people, one of the things you have to do is tell people where the money's going to go. I'm going to put $200 in this or $400 over here. And I don't understand that because um, I can't answer those questions about where the money's going to go. The, uh, and neither know, can you. I, I, I can't disagree philosophically and, and on a theology standpoint with Fred. I, I cannot. 
because that's a system of well, belief. He's absolutely right. Well, yeah. But here, you know, he wanted to talk about Black Lives Matter and the separation, the division of people. Um, I don't, John. I, I don't yeah. either. And, and I'll be hung upside down on a bucket of cow doo-doo if I'm going to go out there and link up with Black Lives Matter to demonstrate a biblical point that we're all created equal. I don't equal. think Fred was asking well, you to do that. He was just saying that we've come to this because of the divisiveness. When I lived in Europe, I could look across at the, in the fishbowl and see this coming. This civil war has been coming for a long time. Long time. And that's what we're in. And and it doesn't matter the color of your skin. We are in a civil war of beliefs. And we've got, we've got those crazy people that I won't mention which party they're in, but uh, to me they're absolutely gaga out there. It, it doesn't have any logic. I'm a logical person. But this war has been coming for a long time, and we're here, but when we have this war, we have a chance to step in and do something about it, and that's what we can do. I know, and I've been contemplating that exact move for 30 years. Don in Arizona. Hello, Don. Oh, yeah, you got to love those old guys up in uh, Iowa, those those farmers. They never retire. Here's a guy who's over 80. At least he's still calling in. He's doing something. You Absolutely. Know? You're right. He's trying to get his point across. A lot of those old farmers never re- They say it's against the law for him to retire up there. <laughs> I just came from there before I came to Arizona. But uh, Well, any true patriot in this country, it's illegal for you to retire. Did you know about that one? That That's my own agency rules. You don't get to retire. I'm when your country stock, needs you, we never quit. When your country needs you, you've got to come to the aid of your country. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I believe in doing something. I mean, I, I don't work anymore, but I try to do, do what I can. And one thing I'm trying to do is not wear a mask. I believe that's important. And uh, I, I'm going to just a minute, Don. Let me stop you right there. I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote Yoda on that one. Try, try. There is no try. There is only do or don't. Unless you have a job where you work and they they force you to do that in order to get paid, don't wear one. Well, here's what happened. I had to wear it one time. I was going to tell you about that. I had to wear a mask one time. I was selling a condo. In fact, this condo, I had I tried to make a deal on Mike Rivera's show, and I told him, uh, I told the listeners there, look, you give me fifty thousand for this condo, and I'm going to give five hundred bucks to Mike Mike Rivera. But nobody took me up on that. See? So. I was really going to do that too. He would, Mike would have got five hundred bucks, but uh, none of those guys bought it. But I did sell it to somebody here in Tucson, and uh, I had to go close the deal. I don't know if you ever closed the deal. I had to go to the S- the uh, title company. All right. I went in there, and uh, which I shouldn't have had it done. Really, my realtor should have got that paperwork for me, and I would have signed it, and, and he would have took care of it. But I, I, anyways, it worked out. I went there, and they wanted me to wear a mask. So I, I, got, I knocked on the door, this, the reception says, do you have a mask? No, I don't have a mask. So I sat down there, and the lady comes over. So I was in there for a few minutes before she came. I was breathing the air and, I guess, planting my germs, if that's what they think I was doing. And, uh, and she said, uh, well, it's our company policy. You have to wear a mask. And I, wasn't gonna, I was thinking, well, I don't want to. I said, well, what if I don't? And she just looks disgusted. She said, well, we can send, uh, I guess we can send a notary to you, which was so silly. I was already there. I only had to do was sign papers for a few minutes, you know. And I, what, I, what I was thinking, I was doing the calculations in my head. Uh, they were going to charge me more money probably to send a notary over for me. And then the whole deal might have gone to hell. It might have gone south because of the... It might have delayed the deal, and I've been trying to sell that this place for a long time. So, because for money reasons, I said, "Okay, give me the damn mask." But I didn't put it over my nose, just my mouth. And then I signed the papers. And she was still mad at me when she was telling me, the, you know, this. I mean, her company policy—it's like you say—it's just obedience. All it is is obedience. Well, here's the deal, Don. Um, when somebody says it's policy to me, uh, here's what I would have said to the lady. That's wonderful that you have your policy, but unfortunately, I'm a law-abiding citizen and I follow the law. Right. They will, yeah, I mean, they, I could, they have, I could have been. I, I yeah. could have tried to argue with her, but she had she had me by the uh, by the testimony. The last guys, the last thing you ever want to do is get in an argument with people that ever. are lacking fact. Ever. 
They're they're simply there. You know, Don, I, I don't know if people really caught this, but when Fitz was talking about uh, this was decided in Jackson Hole, it isn't just bankers that are up there. These are the heads of corporations, and they do their little plans. Uh, further evidence that this was pre-planned because look at the corporations, look at the businesses, baseball, NFL, uh, companies, beer companies. Everybody was on board, and they were rolling out these separation stickers to paste on the floor and paste. This was all coordinated ahead of time. Sure oh, yeah. came out fast, didn't they? Yeah, that sure came out I, fast. I, I agree with you, you know, but just with my Don, own, my I tell own you own. what, we forgive you for wearing the mask so that you could uh, sell your condo and and move I had on. To do it. I had to do it. I had to do it for the money, you know, and it was. And, I, I, and besides, there was only two people that saw me do it, who were with me. But it's okay. There are <laughs> exceptions to all rules, Don, and, and we forgive we forgive you and Jr. both for wearing your mask. <laughs> yeah. If, right. That's all right. That I've been doing pretty good, not wearing it at all. Good. Yeah. You have but absolution, my son. Don, Don, I got Don, I got to run. I appreciate your call. Thanks, Don. Thank you very much, Wayne in Texas. Hello, Wayne. Yeah. Hi, John. Thanks for the time. Um, I have a couple quick questions for Desi on governance, uh, but just one request for callers. When you have someone of Desi's uh, caliber on the on the show with John, focus on remedies and solutions, not your damn thought of the day. Who gives a damn? I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. But uh, but anyway, can you hear me okay? Yes. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you did, the <laughs> silence you're hearing is uh, of, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. But, uh, Desi, um, many of our local cities are considered municipal corporations, which I think means they have stockholders engage in commerce and EIN numbers and all that. So that being the case, where exactly does a corporation derive its authority to govern over us on a local level, maybe even county level? Well, that's really interesting. You have to look at the corporate charter on your municipality. See, the corporate charter here in Austin is uh, we're a home rule a home rule city. That means the ones on top are us, and we have been cast to the bottom. The mayor and the city manager in Austin do any damn thing they want to, and they run all over us. They uh, agenda twenty one everywhere, and and they don't stop. So they have to be. Go- I mean, you know, part of it's really difficult, Wayne to try to get the power away from the people who, who go into these things. There's nothing worse than a developer going someplace trying to make a thing and he has to deal with these city councils because they put in, they put obstacles in their way. They've just become little power mongers. They're all, everybody has a little Napoleon in them and when they get a position like that, that's what comes out. Sure, sure, okay. So right. read your city charter. Second question. Read your city charter and hold them to it. You can do that and that's what I do. Very good, very good. One other quick thing too, um, what set of circumstances can a mayor or county judge, commissioner, whoever, forfeit their authority to uh, rule over us at all? And um, I'm kind of talking along the lines of willfully violating an oath of office or endangering public safety like this knucklehead in Seattle did and, and that sort of thing. But is there any set of circumstances where you see where you'd have some meat to go after these people? Well, I've been beaten on the oath thing for, for years, and... Uh... That's one of the reasons that I filed this lawsuit is because none of these people that I sued have an oath of office to the, to support the Constitution of the United States. And so I don't think they have any reason to be reigning over anybody else. And it's an Achilles heel, and that's that's what, if I perse- persevere in this lawsuit, that's the thing that will bring them down. I have beat and beat and beat my drum on the fact that these people don't have oaths. They owe us this. They owe us that 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 fealty. They owe it to the people to have oaths and bonds to the people. And they and and they don't. So I consider it to be an Achilles heel and it can be used. So so exactly you're talking about a de facto meaning uh you know corporate or you know non constitutional situation then so Again, if it's a de facto corporation, de facto whatever, uh, how do they get, again, how do they have any authority over us at all? Is it well, all just by... You know, John, Wayne, you're, you're kind of going over what I'm writing in my brief back to the, back to the governor. They don't. Hmm. The, the actions of a de facto... They can sit de facto until they're challenged. 
And when they're challenged, all of it, the de facto doesn't work anymore, and all of their actions are void. Exactly. That's exactly. the law. Ron, or, I'm sorry, Wayne, Wayne I, I've got to run here. <laughs> I, there you go. Thank you. I appreciate your Thanks, call. Wayne. Thank you. Ken in Spokane, Washington. Hello, Ken. Another, uh, potential solution for you. How are you doing? Hi. Um, I think we're we're not speaking in the vernacular, and we're losing out on a lot of people, simple-minded people like myself. So I'd like to propose something here uh, to be able to say something along the lines of, you know, I'm I'm not anti-vaccine or anti-vaccination, but I'm most definitely pro-choice. And the other one I'd like to mention is that we should ban assault needles. <laughs> but that might be helpful to use their same assault needles. wording. Or assault needles. Yeah. Yes. In other words, he's talking about... Because... Yeah. Because? because it's, it's the same thing as them saying banning assault weapons when there's no such thing as an assault weapon, and then they'll come out and say, well, there's no such thing as an assault needle. And I'll say, oh, really? You know, mm. uh, you invalidated that argument when it was an assault weapon, but when it's an assault needle, then it applies. In other words, it causes people to think. It's easy to remember, and I think it can, those words can be potent in getting assault people needles. to think I, I kinda, to talk about Ken, things. I kind of like that. Thank yeah, you. I, I think that's good, Ken. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Ken. Uh, one more call. I'm out of time, Des. That's why I'm moving here. Ken in New York. Hello, Ken. Hi, John. Hi, Desi. Hi. Um, have you ever looked at the relationship between uh, these corporate entities, uh, rather government, and the comprehensive annual financial report? Because based on what I've heard in the past, it seems to be a way where they siphon money off and they invested in assets. I've gone through the Kaffirs. I can't read them. I mean, you know, yeah, I, that's, that's, I, they they hide things just as well in the Kaffirs as they do anyplace else. Well, and and what this boils down to, and and Ken, I've looked at this for a number of years. They have these Kaffirs, but the state has assets. I mean, your your local community has got your community center. Okay, they tax you for that to pay for that. But when you move out of that little corporate entity, do they give you a refund check? Well, thanks for the support. Oh, you're going to move someplace else? Okay, here's your money. Well, it's my it's my understanding of the law that if you have taxing authority, you can't have investments. And in the CAFRs, there are all the investments. And some stock person somewhere is managing the account, and everybody gets kickbacks, and it's just a, another way to make money. But I think that if you really dug in your heels and said you can, you can have two things, you can either have your investments or you can have taxing authority, give one or the other up. That you know we, but that's for the future because we got other things now. But he's going off, and I want to say, I want to say that I really do need support. Go to the GoFundMe, and it's take a stand for liberty with Desi. I appreciate your support. Okay, Ken, thank you. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Well. Is it? Yes, it is. This is two hours later. I have ten minutes, too. Well, I'm sorry. My atomic clock on the wall says I'm out of time, and my board operator's playing the bump music. I hear that. Wow. You need your watch cleaned. Wow. Obviously, I do. All righty, then. Desi, thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All righty. Thank you all for being here today. Another edition of the National Intel Report, and I'm going to see if I can squeeze Steve Elkins in here. He's having problems with passing some stones. Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call one 877 928-8822 that's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com 
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>